What's up, everybody? It is I, Sigma, and we are back with episode 10 of the BBET Gamescast. I'm joined once again with, uh, here with my two co-hosts, uh, here's Blue Bones. What's going on, y'all? As well as Superman Jeff. Hey. And as we do always, we're going to start with what we've been playing for the week or past weeks, however long, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Jeff, <laughs> what have you been gaming on this past week? Uh, I've been playing a little bit more of um, Ultimate Alliance 3. Right, yeah, you popped, you got copped that it's last week, right? pretty good. I love the cutscenes. I love the original story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually very original. I don't think I've dealt with it. They've mixed, like, a few different storylines together, and you go to, like, pretty much everywhere. I'm not going to lie. I was playing as, uh, got Black Panther last night, and I was mm-hmm. playing as him. He and Thor are probably my favorite characters. I think I heard something about Black Panther being like really dope in that game. He is. He has a move set from the movies. Remember that suit where he can absorb kinetic energy yeah. and then yeah. disperse That's it? That's in there. Yeah. So I hit the button, it'll start absorbing attacks. And then when I let the button go, it'll put out this field, kind of yeah. like in the movies, right. that yeah. deal damage. So it's it's pretty, pretty cool. Him, Captain America, and Thor. Uh, Captain America, because he can do a, an ability where he puts out this, like, it, it looks like a huge shield, but it's just his normal shield. Mm-hmm. And it eats any any type of attack. Really? Any type of uh, projectile it sends back at the enemy. That's, that's so more, even, more that Wakandan technology. Yeah. It's <laughs> okay. even against, like, uh, bosses. Oh, so really? I wow. Block bosses, uh, any type of beam, I can block it with Captain America. And then Thor, I kind of, like, leveled him up to the point where he does, like, a crap kind of damage. Um, even... Um, my other fourth is Miss Marvel, oh, yeah? not the not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, the one who can kind of stretch her body. Oh, the oh, I know what you're talking about. The, the, yeah. the Muslim one. Yes, like her name is like Kamala uh, something. Exactly. Kamala Khan. Yeah. Okay. 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 I think. She's a she's an inhuman, but she mm-hmm. goes by the name of uh, Miss Marvel. So those are my four. But I, I thought um, Black Panther's design, his abilities are very, very, very cool. Up until the way he moves. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, and they did a really good job with him. And like I said, the cutscenes are great. The storyline is great. Like I said, the only downside would be the cameras. Camera has a little bit of issues sometimes. If you move into a certain angle, you're yeah. kind of like looking through the wall. Uh-huh. You know, like oh, that type of view. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the ability to move the camera isn't great. So you can move it a little bit, but it's not that great. Yeah. But from, they changed it from that over the top view to more of a, like uh, uh, three quarters, yeah, yeah. So um, that and then what else? Um, Mortal Kombat. I've been playing a little bit Mortal Kombat. Um, right. Last week on the stream, I did the towers, and uh, I'm getting more comfortable with the collector. Um, so that's still, that's still your yeah. your main guy right that's, now. That's 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 still who I'm, I'm working on. After I finish him, I'm thinking about somebody somebody else. Um, I just don't like they lock abilities. They lock your your moves, some of your moves. So like one of my fatalities, I can't do it. Says locked. So I'm gonna have to figure out if there's something I have to do to unlock it. And I'm like, uh, you probably... in Mortal Kombat 10, what you had to do is you had to um, go through some of the challenges with them. And then there's like the crypt, crypt that yeah, you have to that's go what through. I was yeah, that's probably and where they locked up there. I'm in there. They also had an option where you could pay like 10 bucks and get unlock everything. I remember that. This one doesn't yeah. have it. Not yet, at least. No, yeah, but that's from like, uh, so I'm trying to unlock some more, some more skins and stuff. So I did some of the, the tower. I mean, like I said, combat looks is great. Um, he's feeling very, 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 very 
comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I play as them now, it doesn't take as much. I do need to get another controller because I like to use the D-pad. And the D-pad sucks yes. on the one that I can use my mic with. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the D-pad is a lot more, for me, reliable. If I'm pressing down, down, it's not going to press over, down. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, that could be on my mistake, but also I'm just more comfortable with the D-pad. Exactly um, it just makes I more feel. sense in general for most people. Yeah, it just, yeah, it feels, it just feels a lot more a lot better and more reliable so when i'm trying to teleport he'll actually teleport instead of doing like a a, a sweep yeah. You know? yeah so and that's that's pretty much all i've been playing that's what's up yeah um, man. blue did you want to go next or yeah i got it um as you guys know i'm doing final fantasy 14 still um now i'm into the post uh, sorry i'm into end game stuff post story right. It's actually still pretty cool. Um, I was paying attention a little bit less um, just because I'm looking at top-level gear and I was uh, working with some of my free company members to um, get these big raids done. But it's still the, the, the cutscenes are gorgeous. The action is cool. So the, there's still um, cutscenes and story and stuff. Even yes. After. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of all cleanup stuff because, like, right now, um, at the end of the story, you know, you kind of – erase the dark threat um well technically it's the light threat but anyway you erase the threat and you kind of bring a balance to the world and now you're kind of finding out where where it all went wrong from the get-go and so you're finding who did this whole big calamity um in this first realm and you're trying to pretty much stop it from happening again it's lying dormant you're going back so that's super cool um i've also you know me i'm on my overwatch game I've been playing with a couple different people and learning um, Baptiste a lot. That being said, well, we're going to talk about that later. Never mind. We'll talk about the new character later. <laughs> because I was work- rocking on the uh, PTR a little bit earlier today and yesterday so and looking at trying him. Okay, yeah. So we'll get into that yeah, a bit. We'll talk about that later. Um, and then Monster Hunter World. I'm trying to get back. Yes, do back it. To What's your current you, Hunter rank? If we're going to get into that, we need to do it as a collective. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. So he has to catch up because when Iceborne comes playing, up, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He, he needs to be ready. The other day, and um, we were doing a little bit, but uh, yeah, because Iceborne comes out when I think yeah. uh, end of the year. Oh, so it's a ways off. Yeah, it's it's not like next month or something. I think we still have. Some I think time. it's like I think I saw October if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. But. Yeah, um, I'll look it up right now. Yeah, so, so I'm kind of prepping into... to be comfortable by the time that drops. You know what I mean? Um, and I've, I've played it before on the P4, so right now it's a little, um, kind of frustrating and boring to go through all those struggles I did before, but, um, it, it actually drops September 6th, I just looked it up. Oh, oh wow. Right. Yeah, you beat me. Yeah. So it's, it's not too far off. Yeah. I uh, definitely <laughs> gotta put this work now. Um, so I'm gonna be doing some of that on stream, and then obviously off stream as well, um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically it for the kid. I'm still doing, um... Yo, I'm stuck on this one level on uh, what's it called? Party Kill. Oh my gosh, on my phone that that game I was talking right, about. Right, the mobile one. Yeah, it's called Total Party Kill. I'm stuck on this one level. I can't get through it. I was strongly considering doing some old school stuff and looking it up, uh, <laughs> <laughs> some like game facts stuff. But I'm I'm still you know like every now and then you kind of leave a game and then come back and then try right, it out. Right. Um, one more game. I totally forgot. Doctor Mario World just recently dropped. Um. Yeah, not too long ago. It's a mobile mobile version. Yeah, yeah, and it's difficult. It looks like Tetris. Yes, of course I'm playing as Bowser. Yeah, (laughs) why wouldn't I? Bowser's like that kid who was pretending to be doctor at uh, what was that Beth Israel for like ten years. (laughs) Oh my! (laughs) 
you know what's funny? So they, it has a little storyline, right? Like all these viruses come into the world, and you have to say. So at first, it's just Mario. You know, and you go through the tutorial, and then Bowser shows up. He's like, "Oh, my goons are infected too. I got to take care of my people." <laughs> <And> so <laughs> you get to have the option to play as Bowser, and that's super cool. I I thought it was nice that they kind of put him on the. That's, that the, is a pretty cool side. little way to add him in. Yeah, yeah. Bowser takes uh, care of his people. That that's that's good to know. <laughs> it is. You know, what I'm saying? the the healthcare is real. <laughs> it is real. Kingdom. <laughs> That, oh Bowser Care, haha! <laughs> oh, oh Bowser Care, oh wow. my god! Wow, <laughs> yeah. So that happened. That that's gonna kill the <laughs> What you got, Sigma? What you been oh, playing? Man. This? Um. So yeah, I've been uh, like real heavy into like work stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um. The game that I, I just finished playing, the release, the game actually, the review came out um, yesterday or so, yeah, or two days ago rather I think, um, is this indie game called Horus. Like almost nobody was talking about it, it seemed, because it released like a week ago, uh, but I got assigned to it because apparently there was buzz about it, you know, being something special. So mm-hmm. I took it on, and man, that game is amazing. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, like there's. It, it combines a whole lot, but at its core, it's a it's a hardcore platformer. So think you guys remember when I was playing Celeste, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's about as difficult as Celeste in terms of the platforming, but in terms of story, it's got fully rendered pixel art cutscenes. So like if you ever watched like those dorkly animated shorts on YouTube, where they yeah. use pixel art and cartoon stuff to like make video game characters do all sorts of stuff, it's kind of in that vein where like. It's sprites, but, like, they're doing all sorts of stuff. It's, like, really cinematic, like, camera angles, and they mix a bunch of stuff, and it tells a really good story. Like, Horace is a robot who Mm -hmm. is basically raised by this, like, affluent family. They're, like, a rich family. Um, And the the old man, they call him, who's, like, the head of the family, he's, like, super nurturing and caring. Like, all his servants and stuff, they come from kind of different walks of life, and he's kind of bringing them into his house and helping them out. Like, his driver, for example, is, like, an ex-con. Um... His cook is, like, this woman who is a hoarder. And, like, her being with the family kind of helping her not yeah, be as much of a hoarder. Her, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, all these different characters, like, they, they're unique. Like, they're interesting. And they all come together to form this kind of makeshift family. And then something tragic happens. I won't spoil it. And gotcha. Horace kind of shuts down as a result. So years, years and years later, he wakes up and the family is scattered and separated. Oh, my gosh. So you come to find out <clears throat> that a war happened. And Horus, the war was between robots and humans. So mm. Horus basically has this connection with all these humans, and he's running around this war-torn, separated, like, segregated world trying to find his family and bring them all back together and kind of piece together what happened in the interim of while he was shut down. And, like, wow. so that story is, like, super amazing. The, the platforming and boss fights are very, very difficult. Probably one of the hardest games <laughs> I've ever had to deal with, I think. Really? Yeah. This and- is Sekiro involved? Uh, included yes yeah like it's crazy hard which is kind of a kind of a ding against because i personally love challenging games but when you have a story that compelling and you have gameplay that difficult there are a lot of people who will quit like just outright be like well forget this i can't get to it or they'll just go on the internet to find out what happens next as opposed to finishing the game themselves because it's that hard wow like you really gotta stick with it 
But um, on top of just those two aspects, there's a third aspect. There's tons of mini games in Horus, and a lot of them have to do with just straight up rhythm. So like you'll see like the okay. guitar, like the guitar hero or rock band note highways. Yeah. Um, and the music that they play for that stuff is amazing. Like it's like the this chip tune music is dope. the The best chip tune soundtrack I've heard in a video game ever was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah. Because I that was made by an actual chip tune band called Anamanaguchi. The okay. stuff in this game is on par with anything from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And there's okay. there's a lot of it. There's like maybe three, four times as much music in this game than Scott Pilgrim. Hmm. And all of it is good. It's funny. I was um, looking at your review and I, I, was, I was seeing those mini games. You know, you had the kind of classic car driving one. Yeah. And they even did some like really cool throwbacks. Um, that one snowboarding game. I can't remember right. what it was called. Yeah. What's it called? Tricky. Like, no, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's like, like the arcade a Windows one. game. Yeah, like yeah. you, you've oh. probably played a version of it on like a flash thing on your computer at some point in the past. Exactly. But it was like a downhill snowboarding thing. All that's and there's this monster that always comes and gets you <laughs> at the end. <laughs> yeah. So the the only thing against it is how difficult it is because a lot, even some of those mini games can be really hard and they'll throw like yeah. a bunch of them at you at once. Like one boss fight uh-huh. in particular was actually a string of those mini games <laughs> with limited lives. So if you lost all your lives, you would basically go back to the first minigame and then have to that go hurts. through the gauntlet again. So yeah, like that was really tough. That was probably the most I was frustrated while playing. But um, I really do think like the story was worth it to get through all that stuff. So if you have the opportunity, it's only like 15 bucks on Steam. Um, hopefully it'll come out on other platforms later on. Like I, More than likely it'll hit the Switch at some point in the future because it, yeah. it seems made That's for like portable game. stuff. But Definitely check out Horus if you can. That's probably, yeah, like the whole past week I've been playing nothing but that, honestly. H H O R U S. I got to check out the review dropped yesterday. Yeah, the review came out, I think, yesterday or the day before. Jeff, how you spell Horus? Like the god, like the Egyptian god? H O R U S. Yeah, I know what he was thinking. Oh, okay. No, it's like, it's like, no, it's like, it's Horus, like, um, like a European name or something. Yeah. How do you spell it? H O R A C E. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's pretty much all. No, but I got you. I got you. Yeah, that's pretty much all <laughs> nah, I've been nah, playing nah. for the week. Um, and it's a, it's <laughs> trying a... to put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Y'all, y'all saw Peep that. <laughs> I, you know, I definitely nah, started nah, that way. Nah, sir, and then nah. I heard your explanation and I said, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm I, matter of fact, it's good that it's not spelled that way because then you would think it might have something to do, have something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. with the yeah, yeah, stuff. It yeah, really. Yeah. Because the first thing I was thinking, like, there, there's a lot in that game, man? so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with the Egyptian god, but there's a section in it that would maybe make you think it could. Interesting. But anyway, Interesting. we're going to move on into our topics. That's what we've been playing for the week. Yeah, uh, first up, Jeff was actually talking about controller issues. So Nintendo was at the receiving end of a lawsuit regarding Joy-Con drift, they were calling it. But it's really just when you have an analog stick and it kind of gets locked in a certain direction, so even if you're not moving in that direction, your character will, or your cursor mm-hmm. will and stuff. And it can really mess up a lot of different games, because a lot of games depend on movement. Of course. But the thing <laughs> is, it was happening so frequently with all these Joy-Cons, um, and they're really expensive to like get replacement for. Joy-Cons are like $80 a pop. Oh, man. So folks were like kind of getting fed up, and then were joining together for a class action lawsuit to sue Nintendo about kind of faulty Shoddy workmanship. Right, yeah. <laughs> Um, but as a counter to this, Nintendo basically started offering free repairs. So if you have the, the issue, even if you're out of warranty, even if you don't have a receipt to prove that you purchased the Joy-Con, they're going to cover you at no charge. 
if you've even paid to get a Joy-Con repaired in the past, they're saying they'll refund you. So just call them, show them that you've you know had the thing paid for, and they'll refund you. So this doesn't affect the class action lawsuit. Like it, it doesn't stop that from happening. But it's but definitely they can go Nintendo, back and yeah, say, it's definitely Nintendo's hey, attempt made to made reparations to fix our mistake. Right. And of course, yeah. if you basically get your issue fixed, you probably won't bother joining the class action lawsuit. So it kind of discourages yeah. that from even happening. Unless you're super. And if he does, it kind of like uh, <laughs> kind of takes you out. Hey, well, didn't we fix your Joy-Con? Like, how are you? Yeah, like us? what, what is the yeah. claim for that? That's kind of it reminds me of the Red Rings of Death. Uh, right. That accident. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Where you know all these consoles are getting bricked and get red ringed, and Microsoft they took care of it. Send it in. We'll fix it. We'll send it back as many times as it happens. And guess what? They wind up not being sued so right yeah. i think as long as they take care of the customer and you know make it right i think most people will generally understand it did seem like nintendo didn't care about this issue until that the class action yeah the class action lawsuit, lawsuit yep. started getting some some uh weight behind it but the thing is this yeah this isn't an issue unique to nintendo like my mm-hmm. 360, xbox, not 360 yeah. my xbox controllers xbox One, yeah. i just had to sell my customized uh, Xbox One controller because it it sense. suffered from the drift and I could not I couldn't be bothered to fix it I'll say like I, I could have got the parts and stuff but I didn't want to even bother to go through that I just sold it to GameStop because they were just taking them anyway and then just use that money towards buying a new one so I mean do, I, you, do you think that there's a chance that other companies will maybe adopt what Nintendo's doing for this exact issue I uh, think if there's a huge complaint you know what I'm saying? Another class action. Yeah, they're going to try and jump ahead of it. Um, on the surface, it looks like a good move. It looks like very... Uh, I'm trying to say... I was trying to say this word in my head. Philanthropic? Uh-huh, that, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's a word. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rehearsed well, it. Like, let so me like, get my thesaurus. <laughs> it, it felt that way initially, but then when you see that it's in response to the threat of a class action, it's kind of like, okay, you're covering mm-hmm. your butt. Right. But... You know, at the same time, it's kind of like you're doing the good thing. You're doing a good thing for the wrong reason. That's yeah, that's how I, I, I can see that. We can also look at it like this: it could they could have first thought it was a few people. I mean, because you think, oh, fifty people have that issue. Okay, you know, they complain, blah blah okay. blah. But yeah. then when you get like enough people to have a class action, also it's like, oh well, that is a lot of people. Now y'all serious? Maybe we did do something wrong, or maybe there is an issue with it. So guess, it could be either way. I feel what you're saying. I guess yeah. personally. I would have liked if they did this right before there was a class action. I agree. I agree. Or, or or talks of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If there's like, okay, there is enough people talking about it, let's go ahead and fix this issue. And then whoever was like whispering about class action, they're like, oh, okay, no, never mind. They're, they're fixing it. We're good to go. Because you figure they could have did a test on their own, I mean, on, on a normal Switch to see if sure. the Joy-Cons were, you know, not as dependable as they should be. I mean, because I'm thinking know, that's I'm what sure they did at Microsoft. It came, it came up, up oh. in QA. It had no. Probably because there was also there was also the issue of the the left Joy-Con specifically desyncing all the time. Like it would basically just mm-hmm. not be connected to the rest of the thing, and that that happened early on. People were complaining about it, and then Nintendo started issuing, uh, I think, like a slight adjustment to newer consoles that came out where they addressed it. Mm-hmm. So I guess no matter how much QA testing you do internally, once it gets released to the public, you're going to start to There's find not much, yeah, like stuff you know, that other, you didn't necessarily find. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's good that they're fixing it. Yes. Um, I wonder, I do wonder if the class action lawsuit will continue to have legs. But more than more than that, I wonder if other companies will try to head off similar things. Because the, that, that drift thing, that's been a thing since like the N64 era. When you first introduced Easy. joysticks. 
Like yeah. they would give yeah. you the they would give you the little notification saying, "Oh, don't hold the stick when you turn on the system because then it'll be off kilter, or whatever you yeah. have." So that was a thing that I was aware of all the way back then. Nowadays, it doesn't seem like that much of it is an issue, but just use in general will cause yeah. your sticks to drift. Like your D pad, yeah, like yeah, and it's never a thing that companies seem to cover in terms of repairs, even though it's such a common issue. It's like they consider it like normal wear and tear. Just get a new controller. Yeah, because that's what they want you to do. They want you to get yeah, they want you to get a new controller. (laughs) I'm gonna tell you something, right? The other day, um, one of my controllers. Well, I finally brought in one of my controllers that was messing up uh, to GameStop, and I had bought the warranty. Thank. Mm -hmm. God, I bought the warranty, right? Which I shouldn't have to do. It's yeah, just, I, ne- I never get good warranties. process, right? But I got the warranty. I brought it into GameStop. I said, hey, look, I need to get a new one. They got the drift. It's got the drift on it. They checked it out. They're like, yeah, it's got drift. Here's a new one. Blah, blah, blah. Went home, turned this controller on, drift immediately. Out of the box? Out of the box. Now, it wasn't a brand new one, right? Oh, okay. But these are supposedly certified pre owned <laughs> controllers. Yeah, that's, that's not this. I had to turn myself right back around and say, you guys just gave me another bad controller. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can they we went, test it? gave me another one. Yeah. And as exactly as I was walking out the door, I'm like, can we just check this one out? Real quick? <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Tell me why the third one had drift. Did it really? Mm. Yes. See, good thing you listened to me. That's because you know what? <laughs> exactly. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, because the controllers I sold to GameStop, I sold them because they had drift. I'm assuming they, they have the means to fix them. If they're just selling them right back, then that's actually, so, like, really garbage. <laughs> it was pretty terrible, you know, on GameStop's end. So the fourth one actually didn't have Drift, and I still got the fourth one right now sitting on my desk. So we're going to cross our fingers for that. But the fact is, that shouldn't happen. No. I shouldn't have to go through three controllers to get a good one. And, and this is not with me, like, party. throwing my controller around right, or anything yeah. like that. Just normal use. It, I mean, yeah, I play probably more than that average gamer, but... I'm not. I'm not getting paid to play games yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just. It's um. It's a little disheartening. Yeah. The it feels like now. I'm not gonna say like controllers are super easy to put together. I'm not gonna say that, right? But I'm gonna say there are good controllers. There have been, and they can do better. I feel like they can do better. Yeah. yeah they. Even just on the customer service end, knowing that it's a potential issue, like controllers yeah. deal have been dealing with this for so long, mm-hmm. it should be covered. Like if your controller gets drift, that shouldn't like they they'll do like shouldn't physical damage or just completely non functionality. That's the stuff mm-hmm. that they'll cover. But drift, they act like no, you got to deal with that on your own. No, I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. like why? Now, when it comes to other companies covering repair costs, I think they're going to do the same thing as Nintendo. Until there's something on paper, something legal, they're not going to do nothing about it. I, I highly doubt, and I'm not saying I don't want it to happen, but I highly doubt that Microsoft, Sony, um, <laughs> Stadia... Right, because they have an actual d- controller, so... Yeah, they'll have the to only thing it. they got to worry about is controllers. Like, right. Honestly, if the Stadia has bad controllers... We got a huge problem in the technology industry. <laughs> you have one job. <laughs> right. All you all you're working on is a controller, so make sure it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we already messed up by putting yeah. sticks on the same plane as opposed yeah. to no, that's a whole other thing. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on from controllers and stuff. So the next topic. Uh apparently there's a John Wick spin off series that's gonna be reportedly in the works, uh coming from mm-hmm. Uh, who is it? Lionsgate Films and 
Stars, the yeah, premium yeah, movie stars. channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to focus on the Continental Hotel, like the backstory. So they're going way back before all the events of any of the movies. Um, and they want to kind of tell you the history of that, you know, assassin hotel and how it fits into the larger world and stuff. Uh, how do you guys, what do you guys take on a John Wick spinoff that's not about John Wick, but is about the Continental Hotel, which is featured prominently in the movies? I think it's a good idea to go that far back. Uh-huh. Because it gives them so much, so many, so much mythos that hasn't been touched as far as the John Wick universe goes. Um, it gives them so much to play with. They can kind of create it as they go, um, go along, pretty much. Because there's so much foundation that hasn't been laid. It's pretty much been, hey, this is the, this is the continent of the hotel. There's different hotels in different countries now. We know, yeah, because uh, the last movie, but we don't know how they came to be or anything like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Just because John Wick won't be in it or about him, as long as they keep up that same energy, that same action, exactly. I think it could be a really, really good show. So we got that coming, and it, it looks like they're going for more gritty TV. Um, look, if you can tell from we talked about um, Watchmen, yeah, yeah, on HBO. So they're going for that grittiness, that 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 in-your-face, you know, brutality. That so, savagery. Yes. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it can do fairly well, as long as, you know, they keep up that same energy. They did say that there were talks of Keanu Reeves making an appearance at some point. But again, oh, it's still okay. super early. And it, it, this would be a Keanu Reeves who was, like, I guess, still heavily involved in the assassination mm-hmm. world. Like, yeah. this isn't him, you know, trying to trying be a good to guy and trying to get out and stuff. Um, so the I think that, yeah, that could be cool but uh blue did you have yeah uh one thing i do want to see um if if this series pops off the way i would like it i want to see lance reddick um aka captain right. zavala right, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> but he he was um the concierge of the in the first john wick movie i think it was all of them and the second one yeah all of them yeah, yeah. all three i actually haven't seen the third one i was supposed to Ooh, do yourself yeah, a favor it is actually i've been telling my good. girl for the longest time we need to go watch that and then spider-man came up and then this and that and blah blah, blah. anyway fact is <laughs> i want to see lance reddick in it because i think he's an amazing actor he um he does great tv as well um i watched fringe a while back and um, right. the very first season of Fringe is one of my favorite seasons of like sci-fi television. I'm not going to talk about the rest of them, but the very first season of Fringe was amazing, and he killed that role. I would love to see him in this TV series for the Continental. I loved his his demeanor and his poise in everything in, in John Wick 1 and 2. So um, if he keeps that same energy, just like Jeff was saying, and everybody around the hotel keeps that same energy, I'm sold. Okay, so it's going to be kind of hard for him to come back. Okay, it's a prequel, though, right? Since he's dead. Stop. Don't, don't <laughs> I'm, even... joking. I'm just joking. I'm just but joking. you know like that, those are the kind of spoilers where if you say that, then now you know the opposite is true, so it's still a spoiler. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, all right, joke. so I personally... <laughs> I personally have some reservations about a series being made because, um, like, as much as I love the John Wick movies, they're not actually super big on story. What you're getting is actually a lot of lore. Like, you get kind of hints of story. You get teases of history and stuff. And, like, that kind of leads a lot up to interpretation. The more movies they've made, the more they flesh stuff out. And luckily, 
that has still been pretty good. But yeah. I feel like the more they try to drill down and actually tell you a story, like they're talking about telling you the history of the actual Continental Hotel right now, I feel like that could kind of start to get in the weeds and move away from the mythos that kind of just surrounds the action. Because as a TV series... Yeah, go ahead. You know, they they have this whole blood pack thing um, that mm-hmm. was the very prominent. The marker, exactly, yeah. very prominent in the second John Wick movie, um, and I would like to see that used more. And and they talked about the High Council, right? In the second, mm-hmm. movie. that was, was a huge deal in the second movie. So that showing more of the organization, I would like to see how those got put into place, or um, how previous management affected the John Wick series that we see today. Um, so that's that's more what I'm looking forward to rather than the inception of the Continental. And they got a good team over at Stars. If you notice, a lot of their stuff, like uh, you ever watch The Shy, stuff like that, they have really American good Gods. stories. Yeah, American Gods is a big, is a, is, right, I still is a great example. So And Old Boy was in it too. Um, uh, oh, the, the, ho- the, the hotel manager. The manager, yeah. I can't yeah. remember his name. But he was in American Gods as well. So he's oh, definitely got right, a good yeah. history with... Matter of um, fact, now that you say Spart- that, Lance Reddick was also um, Doctore on Spartacus, which was a yep. star series. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So like, he also has like lineage with stars. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. Now, the latest, the latest season of um, American Gods kind of got away from me. It got a little bit too... Um, What's the word? Existential, I think. <laughs> okay. However, I know I mean, know it is about gods. <laughs> I, I don't... <laughs> but, you know, like, you, it's about gods. You have to... When you're making a movie, you're making a TV series, you have to make it relatable to the humans that are watching it. So, that being said, um, I feel like they have the capabilities to make this a good series. Okay. Yeah, I, I have high hopes for it. I just don't... I don't want them... To think that to lose we need, who they yeah, are. exactly. Because yeah. honestly, John Wick is the most video game movie not based on a video game that exists. Like it's mostly <laughs> gameplay. I'll give you that. You it's know? like hardcore Which Henry is... buttons in in third person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if they if they focus on too much of like the lore and the story and just build that out, like it may kind of mute it some. Because I feel like yeah. it's it's harder to do action in a series than it is in a movie because the budget yeah, is true yeah like you have to do more of it and you probably don't have as much money to spend on doing it this series will f- i feel like it's gonna drop if um they do too many slow episodes in a row so too many just fleshing out the story in a row which is i think is exactly what you're saying if they don't have that action in every episode or at least every other episode they're gonna lose a huge audience base yeah like it can't like I'm I'm worried that they'll try to turn it into like an interpersonal drama in the vein of Game of Thrones that had oh, some good action okay. versus yeah. an action show that has some good lore in it. Like that, there's good setup for the action. Because I think what, they need kind of to the follow the of formula of into the bo- into the Badlands. I think right. Yeah. Into the Badlands. Yeah. Had mm-hmm. a lot of good action, and then it had a, a dope world to kind of have the action happen. It like the story itself, if you focus on that, wasn't that great. But yeah. it was passable because the action kind of like it kind of yeah. That's it, actually yeah. a really good example of what I think. Um, I don't think you watched this would need to do like that. So that's a surprise. Um, what? What right, you talking like, about? <laughs> Hold on, man. I just heard what you said. <laughs> I said that was a good. That was a good um, comparison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's not what you said. But <laughs> I have to give a shout out to the lady for giving me that suggestion. She said I figured that couldn't come from you. <laughs> so, <you know> <laughs> I got good taste in shows. She's got good taste in shows too. You know what I'm saying? We just kind of mesh in together. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how they met because they were tasting shows. It was a show tasting. Yeah, we <laughs> met talking about <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> we met talking about Star Wars. Was but anyway, did, was there anything else you guys want to add about the John Wick series or? No, I mean another good example would be just came out called The Boys on Amazon. Bro, oh, I need to watch. Yeah, that. I want to start check, that. Ch- check it out. It does a good job as well of meshing that action. Story's okay. I mean, I didn't know it was based off a, a comic, so I went back and looked. Yeah. Did some reference, some um, some yeah, research on the comic, and the comic kind of where the show goes. The comic kind of split off where the, the show kind of went super great. left wing. Yeah. The the comic was more to me of a political statement as opposed to what the show is. So um, okay. definitely check that guy that out if you guys haven't. The boys. Right. Yeah. yeah, I started watching that show Good Omens. So. When I'm oh, done okay. with that, yeah. When I'm it done with that, it looks like a bad omen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I agree. I agree. The two, the two main guys, um, yeah, David Tennant and the other guy. I can't oh, remember uh, his name right now. Uh, Kilgrave. Yo, well, yeah, that's David uh, Tennant, but the other British guy too. They're actually really like they have crazy good chemistry together. So I actually really, really like it watching those two talk to each other for the most part. But the other stuff oh, that's okay. happened to kind of just facilitate them talking. But that's a whole other thing. So. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it on uh, our thoughts of the John Wick spinoff. Uh, hopefully that comes out. They, apparently it's going to come out after the fourth movie at some point. So it's going to be a while before we hear more about it. Yeah. But um, we'll, we'll keep our eyes and our ears peeled for that. But um, still in like TV news, um, the Harley Quinn animated series dropped a, another trailer. Uh, they did like a little teaser where she was kind of just talking to the camera. And I actually thought that was pretty good and funny. But this was like a whole... A whole legit trailer. They were playing uh, a sped up kind of punk rock version of mm-hmm. the Mary Tyler Moore song. <laughs> yeah. Which was like oddly fitting. And like all the clips was like like Aquaman like high fives a dolphin in it. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks really, really funny. And like they're cursing. It looks super fun. Yeah. Have like, you seen the the Harley Quinn and uh, the Batman? Yeah. The animated movie that came out a while ago. It's yeah. reminiscent of that type of comedy. That type of Harley Quinn, where it's like you know, it's a it's a little bit edgy. Yeah, like it's, it's adult. A, it has it's funny. Yeah, it is you know adult. What I'm and yeah. I think that's where that's going to succeed at. Um, that's who they're going to have to market that to, I because can't... otherwise, I don't see it working as far as an action DC. You know, you go watch Batman or the Justice League or Young Justice. This is filling that other part of it. Where it's some comedy, you know, it's mm-hmm. lighthearted. It's well, not lighthearted. It's a little dark comedy. Yeah, it's dark. And, yeah, it's definitely like a yeah, dark comedy. Her being a little dirty, um, <laughs> some, you know, some humor, some making fun of certain characters. That's where that's going to succeed at because they don't have anything in that block right, right. now. Right. It's kind of like an Adult Swim show in the, yeah. the DC yeah. universe. Agreed. Yep. Like a Rick and Morty or a Boondocks or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're never going to hear me say um, that DC animated movies, TV shows suck. Right, you're not gonna hear me say that. No, I'm super excited about Harley Quinn because of their track record with their animated series, and that trailer was great. And like you said before, the Mary Tyler Moore like right, like version <laughs> I thought was super fitting. Right, like, it tells it tells you like they're kind of clued like the the mindset the creators seem to have for the show is like very like humorous. They're like, okay, yeah. this 
take think of Mary Tyler Moore, but like not Mary Tyler Moore, because Mary Tyler Moore is wholesome. Harley Quinn is not at all. <laughs> so it's like, but she's trying to be this classy lady, making it in the big city, you right? Know what I'm yeah, yeah. And so, and I I love how they're highlighting her, not just because she's uh, the the crazy hot girl, but she she's really developing her own personality and her own mm-hmm. network. You know what I mean? I like how Batman makes an appearance and doesn't steal the show. Mm-hmm. I love how Joker makes an appearance and doesn't steal the show. Yeah, it's you supposed know? to be like her li- trying to live her life post-Joker. So it's, it's not mm-hmm. like she's yeah. tied to him. She's trying to yeah. get away from him. In yeah. the original comics, the, the Femme Fatales, she was actually like dating um, Poison Ivy. Right. And her and, and Poison Ivy makes an a appearance too. Like a lot of different heroes are making appearances. Yeah. So it'll, mm-hmm. it'll probably be like kind of a variety of different Don't characters. Don't forget they got that movie coming her. out too. Um who does? Was it Gotham City? Was it Sirens? Uh, oh, Birds of Prey. Birds, yeah. of, Birds, of, Birds of Prey. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. That's an animated one, right? Or that they're doing a live. No, that's action gonna be that. real li- live action. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, that's probably maybe a little yep. more worrisome. Hey, that's why I forgot about it. <laughs> also, um, so I'm wondering if they're gonna put that on their DC Universe uh, streaming service. Which the movie or Which, the Harley, Harley Quinn series? The Harley Quinn. No, yeah, that's oh, definitely yeah. coming to DC Universe. Yeah. That's what that's for. If they don't. They're, they have some good content stupid. on there. They have some really good content. I think people sleep on it. The Swamp Thing? Oh, my God. Swamp Thing is... Didn't they that say got canceled, yeah, though, they right? said it got canceled after one they, episode. They didn't cancel it. No, uh, yeah, but they didn't cancel it because it wasn't good. If you check oh, yeah, out the yeah. reviews, it was critically acclaimed from yeah. the first episode. They, I forgot. I have to look it up again, but there was something controversial, um, the reason why they canceled it. But, mm-hmm. like, I watched it. Mm-hmm. I watched it almost like in one sitting. That's how good it was. Yeah, I heard it was amazing. It's just there was some political stuff on the, yep. the side why they couldn't continue. Mm-hmm. It just kind of sucks when you. It sucks. It's a really good show. Yeah, yeah, if it was that yeah. good, that's a shame. Yeah. It is. Yeah, you don't hear so many good things about live action DC stuff in general. No. Um, I know Casey K- K- didn't like Titans, but Titans is okay. It had I didn't. Moments. I didn't start it yet. What do you mean? <laughs> Oh, who was that? Who was that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. No, that wasn't you. That was somebody else. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I then, still um, haven't watched it yet. Doom Patrol. With? Doom Patrol was pretty good. It was that lighthearted. It was like mm. an in between of, let's say, Teen Titans Go and then Teen Titans. It had a little. It had humor, but it had its serious points as well. So it was pretty good. So I definitely okay. yeah, that, suggest that stuff, people check that out. That stuff I do intend to get to at some point. I've been. I've been, actually I've been catching up on a lot of anime, but <laughs> yeah, I've moved back anime, into like, like TV in recent <laughs> years, so hopefully I'll be able to get to that stuff soon. But oh, um, yep, definitely. So we're gonna move on from the Harley Quinn stuff and get into proper video game talk. New games. Blue was really yeah. excited about the addition of the new character Sigma. Right now he's in a PTR. He's not dropping in the main game just yet. But Blue, yeah. you actually got some time with uh, the new character in the Bro. PTR. Uh, what are your thoughts on Sigma? Sigma Not me, is the Overwatch a... character Sigma. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me. First of all, when it comes to Overwatch, I love the lore. I can't get enough of it, and they always give me bits and scraps, and I chomp on it like I, I feel stupid every time. I'm like, oh, I want to know more because yeah. it's the same exact reaction, and they're never gonna give me more story. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the opposite <laughs> of the John Wick thing we were talking about. Like they're giving you lore <laughs> and stuff in Overwatch, and it's good. But I kind of want them to just tell me the story. <laughs> yeah, like Overwatch keeps expanding their universe without filling in the yeah. the, the blanks, you know. But anyway, um, this character is super cool. It looks like he's got like three split personalities, but the fact is, he was a um, he was a, a researcher. He was a doctor. 
um, and he 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 loved astrophysics. He was going into harnessing gravity, the power of gravity. Um, his, his whole thing is like gravity holds us down. Now nah, I'm gonna hold gravity down, kind of deal. Which is kind of interesting, <laughs> kind of cool. Um, he's I'm got. Gra- I'm sorry, that that sounds real dumb to me. <laughs> I'm gonna hold it down now. You see what he does. You know, it kind of you can kind of see how his philosophy goes through his his mm-hmm. skills and his actions. Um, he's a tank, right? We know that he's got this two round burst. It's like what are those um, those like toys called where you they're the balls, two balls. You yeah, and you like it, spin yeah. them around in your hand. I can't remember what they're called. We just know they're they're balls. Concentration. Yeah, I didn't balls want to say. It. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not because it's, it's not a stress ball because those are the ones you no. like. Aren't they concentration rip. balls? Yeah, I I don't know the name of them. I'm, anyway, now. it looks like he's got two of those that are like floating in his hand, and he throws them both at the same time. It's two round bursts, and they do AOE damage when they actually collide, and they're always gonna collide because they're always shot in the same spot. I feel like the Overwatch developers wanted to use that scatter shot arrow that came from Hanzo before. Um, okay, they're called Meridian Balls. Meridian Balls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway, you just can't avoid it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Meridian Spheres. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the Hanzo Scottish shot arrow that they got rid of a while back. Right, that's exactly what I thought of when that, they showed the ricochet thing. Yeah, they still wanted to use that technology. So now his two um, Meridian Spheres can bounce <laughs> off of walls, um, floors, ceilings, and it makes it actually really cool. Apparently right now that's the best strategy to hit in targets. To hitting targets, excuse me. And um, like I said, when they collide, they do an AoE damage, which is kind of cool. It's not... a whole bunch of damage but his shield is one of the greatest shields that i've seen yeah that's like to put out multiple shields no well, he actually, can call just it one. it's a quick cooldown if he can throw it out and then call oh, it back and just throw okay. it right back out so he like... throws it out uh, you hold the button as long as you want it to go out right and then when you let go of the button it stops and it sits there till it doesn't matter if you die doesn't matter if you're on the other side of the map. It'll sit there until you call it back. You press that button again, it comes right back to your arm. Oh, wow. And it starts regenerating just like Reinhardt's shield does when you have it. Um, so enemies still, still damage it and whittle it yeah. down. But if they're, not, if they're not doing anything to it, then it's just going to sit. Like Orisa's shield, for example. Exactly. Orisa doesn't have a cooldown either, I don't think. There's no timer on it. It just sits there, which is super cool if you're trying to block off certain areas. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, people will bring that down. But anyway, um, so you got... You got that that you can use to counter so many people. And you also have a um, damage absorption. Very similar to, and definitely not the same, as um, D.Va's defense matrix. So you're absorbing incoming damage. Um, and he actually converts that incoming damage. Now, it's a very short hold on that. But he converts all that incoming damage into shields for himself. He can absorb up to 400 damage. And he yeah. already has 400 health. So, so it's like Zarya with a mix of D.Va. Like her shield, yeah. But instead, instead of, of damage, he gets more shield back. That's actually probably. a pretty cool mechanic. Yeah, he can like, get up to eight hundred HP. Like mm. if you were to use that in the like opportunity, like say someone else is using an ult, like a rocket yeah. barrage, or maybe even Diva's bomb, depending on how how powerful. How that much is. can he absorb, sure. and how long does it stay out? He can absorb up to four hundred damage, right? Which is is a whole bunch, and um, he can hold it for about three seconds tops. So, you really have, just like Casey said, you really have to time it right with a good ult. Um, I think he can absorb uh, some ults like uh, like Moira's stuff. Just but I'm not a high, you think? Or is that maybe that's where, too high? There's a video on YouTube where they were testing all the characters of what of each character he could absorb. 
and I was okay. watching it. Oh, yesterday. okay. Then I'll definitely check that out because that'll yeah. probably answer yeah. all questions oh, I have YouTube. right now. <laughs> so that being said, I think that's a super cool ability, and he also has this big rock that he can throw and push people like not, like a really good crowd control um, uh, tool that has a long cooldown as well. Um, his ult is actually really interesting to the point where he flies up in the air. And he's got this huge circle AOE targeting. Um, he targets the ground, picks up the enemies, and slams them down. Now, the cool thing is, right, you're not going to kill anybody off the slam down mm -hmm. um, specifically. The slam down only takes half your health. If you got two health, it only does one. If you got mm. 800, it does 400. It cuts That's your crazy. health in half. Now, that being said, while they're floating up and they're getting ready to throw down, he can still attack. And that's and where the team can from. attack. And your team can attack. And that's mm. where the kills come so from. So you pull so, them up and you put like up, a diva ball under them. Damage, 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 <laughs> and drop. Now, it takes half damage from the time they were lifted up. So that's how you can really gauge it. So he's really calculated and he can fly up while he's doing that ult. You know what would be so that's a, a good dope? starter. That's yeah. a good starter. You go in, you pop it, now everybody automatically starts with half health. Well, whoever you hit with it. Now, guess what? what? They're at a disadvantage. What if you did? What if you used him and Hammond's ults together? Oh, Bro. wow. He lifts, him in, he lifts him in the air, Hammond it's throws done. the bombs underneath though, and then he, he slams him down into the bombs. <laughs> that would be so dope. That's <laughs> messed up. We gotta make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about Overwatch. You know, every new character has some really cool combos that yeah, you can they do just with something. start to synergize and stuff. Yeah, when Doomfist first came out, right? Um, Zarya and Doomfist were the key, the wombo combo. You gather everybody up, and Doomfist comes down, slams them all down. Super cool. Right now, is not as effective because people are learning how to counter stuff, and you got Baptiste with the immortality field, blah blah blah. Anyway, that's what I love about Overwatch. The combination abilities that you can do if you got a good team who likes to synergize who gets creative and um you know has that good uh that that good damage and opportunity sense so um i'm looking forward to sigma yeah he's coming. really cool yeah and i want to hear more of his story he's got this strange melody in his head that he keeps hearing it's the vibe gave me like uh was like a cutscene from like dishonored or something the way the characters look Mm. The way he looked, he like the split personality thing. I think um, does that come into play at any point, or is yeah, like there, there are any of his voice lines kind of like debating so, each okay. other or something. They only have one voice line out right now on the PTR, and okay. it's so cheesy. He says, <laughs> "He says, I don't think you understand the gravity of things." <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> oh god, they couldn't help themselves. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, yo, why would they do that so cheesy? You know, line, and then I thought about if I was making this character, I'd definitely make that joke. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like, okay, I get it. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, I'm excited for Sigma. I, I you know, in general, I'm a tank man. I love tanks. Um, so it's um, it's. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and I, I can't wait to fight against a Sigma and try and take him down, find out his weak spots, and fight with him and how to cover those weak spots. So, right, yeah. yeah. Whenever they add new stuff into long-running games, it always kind of injects a little bit more life into it, and like, and that's what really helps the community from getting stale. Mm -hmm. On the vein of adding new things uh, to Overwatch, they're also adding the two-two-two, the uh, roll. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm that's gonna, gonna that. change <clears throat> the game immensely, especially for the pro scene that apparently people yeah. are getting kind of bored of watching because Bro. this goats comp. 
has kind of just been making everything pretty much like stalemates and stuff, right? Overwatch League is boring as heck right now. Everybody's playing the same team. And when you play somebody different, right, it's either exceptional or that's why they lost. Right. <laughs> so when you got two DPS, two tanks, and two heals, and now that what that means, and I was talking to my girl and some of my friends about it yesterday, um, what that means is that as whatever role you are, you have multiple choices, and you don't have to worry about someone coming in and taking those choices except mm-hmm. for that one person. You know what I mean? So yeah. people can really strategize. You know, your DPS is just going to be Tracer Torb, right? And you know that's how that's going to go. No one's going to switch off and do, you know, four DPS. Or it's locked for a good reason. Great strategy. I'm excited about it. And I think the everyone who's watching the Overwatch League or who wants to watch the Overwatch League is excited about it as well. Um, as far as, you know, casual. Because it makes people right. mix things up as opposed yeah. to just doing the same thing. you have to be creative. Thing. And you have to play your role. And I mean, it, makes you, it forces you to play other parts of the field as well. And it's, so, good, like, it's good that Blizzard went ahead and made that call because it is up to them, ultimately. Like, it's their game. Exactly. If the meta, if the best strategy within the meta is to do this, then the pro-level players are going to do that because they're putting their time, their effort, their money, like, their exactly. livelihoods on winning games. So they're going to use the winning strategy. They, they don't care yeah. that it's boring. They have to win. That's their job. They really don't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's on Blizzard to basically change those rules or change those characters to make it more viable and interesting for spectators to watch. So and they did just that, hopefully. We'll, we'll, we'll see if that works out and actually... Uh, Can I go on a tiny tangent on Blizzard real quick? Go right ahead. Mm. Tiny mm. tangent. Okay. Yes, good on them for the role lock, right? Bad on them for not making a black female character. Right. I was actually, I was actually thinking that. heroes. I think it's 31 heroes now. Not one of them is a black woman. They pulled the Disney where they had no black Arbisa. movies. <laughs> and then they did the Lion King was like, that counts. Yeah, right. <laughs> or they did Princess and the Frog and she was a frog for 90% of the movie. But, but, that, but that came after. Yeah, and then, then yeah. they didn't even do it right when they did that. Like they introduced yeah. Effie and Orissa, but Effie's not a playable character and Orissa is mm-hmm. a robot. Yeah, and everyone keeps saying, well, she's a black female. No, she's not. Yeah, like that, that doesn't She's an count. African robot. Like Ash could have been a black woman easily. Like there's really nothing easily. in her history. Honestly, Sigma could have been a black woman. Like what is his background? What country now, is he from? He's a uh, Swedish, I want to say, or or something like that. Um, but what I did want to say about because some a lot of people said, oh yeah, Sigma could have been a black woman. Yes, and. I said yes, but I don't want the first black woman to be schizophrenic, schizophrenic and crazy, evil, and you know <laughs> she could okay. be a bad guy. Yes, yeah, she fine. She be a bad guy, but like, you don't want to have mental issues. But I guess yeah. but honestly, that that can be nitpicky. I see exactly where you're coming from. Yeah, but it's like, can we just get the representation? Period. Because the the only black dude and Lucio is like Afro. No, there's three Latino. black dudes now. Is there? Oh, because Baptiste, right? Yeah, Baptiste. they just got Baptiste. Yeah, Baptiste I forgot about him. Uh, Haitian, I want to say. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he's, he's a good guy, but the first Lucio's one Brazilian. was Doomfist, who was a bad guy, you know? But I don't think... Yeah, yeah, he's a super yeah, cool bad guy, though. People didn't focus on him being a bad guy. <laughs> oh, why'd you make the black guy a bad guy? It wasn't that. It was... We no. have a black guy. So, as they just need to do it. Like, that's that's point, point and parcel right there. there. Is, like, why haven't like they done it earlier, yet? Ash could have been a black woman. No problems. She was a childhood friend, or she, she knew uh, McCree growing up. Okay. She could have been black, no McCree growing up. She's rich. She could have been a black rich woman. That's super cool. You know what I mean? Like she could have had this. There is 
I, something tells me there's no facts behind this, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that first. There's no facts behind this, but something tells me that uh, somebody felt hurt by a – someone at Blizzard felt hurt by a black woman <laughs> and didn't want to put them in the game for whatever reason. Damn. <laughs> that's – that's just a, so no, you think, so you think Jeff Kaplan was hollering at some sisters? I'm not saying him, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like somebody so, somehow. I mean, he's the boss. He's responsible. He he answers for the entire the, the rest of that team. Yeah, he's, he's the, the face boss. for sure. So it's up well, to him. Isn't, isn't um? And, go ahead. Isn't Farah? Isn't uh, she uh, Egyptian? Farah's Egyptian. Yes, Farrah and Anna an Egyptian. That's Africa. That's okay, North Africa. And you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, you know, you like know, I got to give you both sides. A lot, of, a lot okay. of Egyptians don't necessarily claim African, and like, they, yes, she's African, but she's not black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, not in the way I get you. Not in the way you think of when you think of black woman. Like, like South Africans are technically Africans. Yeah, <laughs> but like they aren't black. Still got the good credit scores, you know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, I mean, yeah. Was, yeah, was there anything else you wanted to add about uh, Sigma's inclusion in Overwatch specifically, or no, not necessarily? I'm, I'm excited for it. I want to see gameplay. Um, I'm, I'm excited for you know, new chess piece on the board. Let's do it. All right, are you any predictions on when he'll drop in the actual game? I think very shortly after the summer games end, do you know when um, that which ends? is coming up in about a week. A week? I gotta go buy yes, that, uh, uh, that Beach Hanzo Yeah, <laughs> That Beach Hanzo looks super cool. Um, yeah, if you didn't play last week, you missed out on the American um, Reaper skin. Mm. This week is the Chinese May skin, and I think next week is a German Reinhardt skin. Hmm. I think that's what it is next week. So, um, yeah, so like get those not... nine wins in, man. Oh, so those nine wins each week just give you a a skin? Give you those three is, skins. So there's no way to get play? them without doing that. Oh, man, that's crazy. I didn't you can't, realize. You can't do it without. You have to play. You got to put in that work. Um, Yeah. So, But I, I predict a week or two after the Summer Games ends, you're going to see Sigma roll out. Um, Yeah. And All I right. don't think it's just going to be him released. They'll, they'll probably do like a little event of, of something straight after. That's cool. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely probably do some of that on stream at some point in the future. Oh, yeah. You already know. But in other news, mm-hmm. another online game, GTA Online, uh, they recently did a casino update, the Diamond Casino and Resort. Uh, we Bro, played a little bit of that this, this past Friday. Mm. <clears throat> but apparently, that update has been banned in 50 or so countries all over the world. And it's Rockstar that actually implemented this ban. So it's not like some like not the country itself. Like certain countries have regulations that Rockstar was aware of and decided this probably is going to be problematic here. We're going to lock it because of your region. So I get it. What do you guys takes on (laughs) Rockstar kind of self policing the gambling aspect of its new update? I think it's very responsible on their end um, to a certain degree. Okay, I'm gonna say it's responsible for them to recognize that this could be a problem for gamblers, Mm -hmm. right? I think it's irresponsible for them to release it in the first place. <laughs> to just make a gambling related update, I, right? It was one of our one of our first episodes we talked about gambling in games, right? We talked about um loot boxes and that that whole system. And I think I brought up GTA and the casino and I was saying like, yo, if they open that up, it can't be 
something where you can pay real money to use that money to gamble. It has to be another currency. And, you know, they... Yeah. They, 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 they didn't listen to me at all. Additional currencies, so... So it's Casey's fault. Yeah. It's he said he doesn't like multiple currencies. He likes just <laughs> one currency. And that's this what is, you use. This is a different situation because it's, recre- <laughs> it's recreating a casino. And in a casino, for that no, exact joking. purpose, but for that exact purpose in a casino, they have you use play money with your real money so that you don't feel as bad when you're like putting chips on a table as opposed to mm-hmm. bills and stuff. It's a psychological thing. But this is just recreating I, that. I, I think they, it, they're, right? they're, they're on a very, very thin line. Yeah, the only I think the only defense that they have, right? You can you can buy money with real. Sorry, you can buy in-game money with real money, use it to gamble and get more money, right? Mm-hmm. Or you could just buy all the money you wanted to win anyway. That's the only defense they have, mm-hmm. in, in uh, yeah. my opinion. Yeah. So if you're like, buying if, all this money, you can necessarily just went and buy what you wanted. If you wanted a million dollars, <laughs> you could have just bought a million dollars. Yeah, you could have just bought the million dollars <laughs> yeah. and then buy yeah. the stuff. You're right, that's but the, but that's not the rush. Like the gambling rush is winning the money. Like you want to feel like exactly. you came out ahead. So if you, you start losing, you're like, okay, let me let me try to put in real money to then get the fake money to then win back the money that I lost. See me, I would gamble to and, to get money to become rich. Yeah, but if I'm already rich, then yeah, then you wouldn't need to the gamble. But then that's you because you, but like. You're not drawn in by the euphoric feeling of the win, of coming out ahead and stuff. Like, that's the thing that kind of sucks people in. And I feel like it might, the fact that it's digital is a little worse. Because if you do yeah, actually become lucky, well, not even that, not even that. If you do become lucky and you win all this money back, it's not money that you can ever re, re return no. back to your pocket. Like, yeah. you put in real money to get the digital currency and then you win more digital currency money's gone yeah like in an actual casino you can actually walk back out of there with actual money so whether you win it or lose it yeah you you just lost that's another defense for them it's not actually gambling you just purchasing uh yeah well it's gambling without return Kind of what they were that's saying not about gambling. The that's called a purchase. Because <laughs> they were saying the loot boxes were pretty much. But the, but all the fact money that it's getting. the fact that it's framed in a gambling thing, and it's and I think me 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 and Jeff and uh, one of our uh, Xbox friends, uh, the Super, yeah. uh, on our Friday stream, we were hanging out in a casino. We were really just gambling in the casino. Like that's the fun mm-hmm. we were having. Is we were in there playing blackjack and roulette and, and whatever. Three three card poker. Yeah, three card poker or whatnot. It's literally the same thing as just being in a casino, walking around with your friends and gambling. So it's that exact feeling they're recreating there. So to say, oh no, it's just a purchase. That that comes off as disingenuous when you've kind of accurately modeled the entire framework of a gambling institution in this game. Like it is gambling, mm-hmm. just not even the whole wheel. That you spend once a day, you have a chance to win a car. Right, yeah. So every day you're going to log in, go in that wheel, and spin it. And I most only, likely you're going to gamble while you're in there. Yeah. <laughs> I only say it's just a purchase because at the end of the day, your bank account only sees it as a purchase. That's the that's the overall scale impact, right? I'm talking about your real-life bank account. Mm-hmm. Nothing else happens after you make that purchase. It's done. There's there's no other impact. Now, if you want to go into um, how you feel about the in-game currency, I can see you know there's there's mixed feelings about that whether you like it or you're not or it's addicting or not whatever, right? But 
that I think the only defense they got is that you know you're not you are, you buy the money you can you can buy a million dollars if you want it or you can buy ten dollars if you want it it's just the purchase nothing's coming back they're not guaranteeing that you're gonna get you know you're gonna pay your car note this month <laughs> they're just saying you know play the game yeah I mean it honestly it really is like Jeff put it. It is a thin line. Like <laughs> it's very, it's scary. Yeah, it's it's, scary it's, it's so close to the real thing, but just far enough away to where they don't ban it in America. Yeah. <laughs> but like all these yeah. other countries, they're like, we're not even going to take the the chance. I I like that they did that though. I like that they did that. They say, you know what, guys, we're going to respect what you guys got going on. We're not even going. We're not even going to bring it up. Yeah, they're not going uh, to invite the controversy of waiting to have exactly. the country step in. They're yeah. just going to. Ban it. Yeah, ban it outright at the beginning. I think that was smart. That was a good move, yeah. yeah. I think it was a good move, and it showed that they care and they think about where they're releasing their games and the impact that it has. Yeah, because think about it, who's ever done that before? Who's ever like released? Yeah, just yeah. Re- we're not going to release that. it here because we know there's an issue here that we want to kind of prevent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was some of that in the South Park Stick of Truth game. Oh, really? But I don't know. <laughs> See, I didn't play this game. I just heard about this part. But apparently, I love that game. <laughs> oh, really? There's a section in that game where you're like under the sheets where someone's parents are having sex. Oh, my God. Yes. That was near the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole section is like replaced with like a message saying like, this isn't allowed in your region. So we have to give you this message, blah, blah, blah. But then it described what happens in yeah. it. Oh, wow. I think in Australia and some other places, like they they're not allowed to do that. I don't. Matter of fact, knowing that they weren't going to be allowed to do that, they basically made that section, mm-hmm. as opposed to just cutting out the thing so that they just don't see it and know it's there. Yeah. But it kind of it kind of reads as like salt. Like they're like, well, your country is saying you can't see this yeah. stuff, so, so like they're kind of mocking so. them. Yeah. <laughs> but they did kind of pre- in this vein. They kind of preemptively went like, we'll make this thing to kind of cover up the thing that they're not allowed to see. In South Park's defense, I mean they're edgy like that anyway. They'd be poking at everybody. That's kind of GTA is the same way. GTA is always with controversy almost every single release. So they knew. Honestly, this could be not so much uh, them taking care of other people and whatnot. It's more so them taking care of themselves. They knew we're GTA. We're the bad boy on the block. We release a gambling DLC. All these countries are going to be hype to come after GTA again about them trying to promote gambling. So let's just get ahead of it. You know, it could be, it, it could be in that vein too. Yeah. That's I'm true. sure it's a win-win situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, that's pretty much going to be it for GTA online's casino stuff. We're going to move now yeah. into our top threes. Um, we had two, yeah. I think we're just going to do the one mm-hmm. today before we finish up. Cause we're kind of running long. Um, well, I'll let you guys actually choose. We have top three vehicles slash mounts, so creatures and stuff that characters can ride on in games, or top yep. three most challenging games. Uh, we'll put it to a vote. What, what do you guys want to actually go over? I mean, the mounts was my idea, so I'm actually <laughs> going to jump on that one. <laughs> okay, so we got one vote for top three vehicles slash mounts. Jeff, what are you trying to do? All right, we can do the uh, challenging games next week. Let's do. Let's do. Yeah, the okay, mounts. yeah, we can roll oh, it over. Okay. So let's do mouse today. You threw me through a loop there. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so did you want to go last, or did you want to start off with your list? 
I think I got some good ones. This time I'm going to go last. Mm. All right. I, I can go first if Jeff, you don't mind. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so my three, um, you guys already know I'm a big fan of the Halo series. Oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> but where you might think I, I would go Warthog because that's a really good vehicle, I actually like the, the ghost. ghost. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's a super yeah, it's a super futuristic vehicle. It has guns on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, it like slides left. Oh my god, that thing is fun. And like the boost that it has when you're like actually run over people. Honestly, it the Destiny has a good vehicle too. The the Sparrow. Sparrow, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's just a ghost without guns on it. Like that's how it moves. And that's what sucks about it though. It had no guns. Oh, yeah, cuz it had no guns. Yeah. But like the, the the ghost in um, Halo is pulled. Your pull the cameras pull back further, so you have more manu- maneuverability. You can shoot mm-hmm. around stuff. Like it's really strong in like PvP. It's a really fun weapon to use, and because of like it's like curved nose, oftentimes you can like boost up hills and like yeah, off of other machine. Like you can boost off of like the the wraith tanks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That thing is like stupid fun. <laughs> I thought it was not just fun driving it, but playing against it because you can even yeah, jump on it, you kick somebody right, off. Yeah, it had those cool disarming mechanics. Yeah, I think it was there was a lot of good vehicles in Halo, but I think the Ghost is probably the the top one for me. That's a good one. Yeah, but um, so other than that, I'm gonna go into F Zero territory. <gasps> the Red <laughs> Gazelle, which is the if you guys remember the the robot. The mighty gazelle. He was one of the. Yeah. T- he was one of the original racers in like the old F Zero on NES and stuff. But in F Zero X, where I first found him, like the way that they call them machines in F Zero, but the way that machine looks reminded me a little of like the Tie Fighter in um, not the Tie Fighter. I'm sorry, the the X Wing in Star Wars. Oh okay. I could see the X Wing or a speeder. Yeah. Yeah. I could feel that. Yeah. So it's, it has that kind of a build, and it was like my favorite car to use in that game and i played the crap out of it. i've literally beat every level with every car in that game and i had all the records with the might with the red gazelle like mm. me and my brothers would race each other on like time trial stuff and i had all my records i would use the the red gazelle to do that so i really just love that thing as like a racing game vehicle mm. the red gazelle reminds me of the um not exactly but just the feel of it reminds me of um outlaw star yes oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looks a lot like that ship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the way that design looks. Yep. So oh, that's cool. my second one, and my last one is an actual creature. It's Yoshi from the Mario series. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yoshi. So, you always jump off the wall, but that was good. That yeah, was good. Yoshi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yoshi is honestly is probably the first the, the first mount that I'd ever played with. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and like the fact that when Mario Mario gets on him, it like changes the music, so you can yeah. actually feel more powerful as some drums in. <laughs> Yeah, all his sound effects. Like just, Yoshi's just a super cute creature. How so do you fact- feel when you first had to sacrifice Yoshi? To <laughs> Dude. To the end of a level. <laughs> I honestly don't know, but it was for the greater good. So Yoshi <laughs> Yoshi <laughs> understands. Yeah, he knew, he knows that it wasn't personal. And you know, I don't and, think Yoshi I'm, got autonomy until Smash Brothers. Right? I feel like honestly, he, he I didn't think no, that there were multiples. No type of intelligence. I would, I in my head as a kid, I feel like anytime you got a Yoshi, it was the same Yoshi. Like it wasn't like this one died and it was a new one until like you get the different color ones. Like okay, so there are blue ones, then there are red ones, but the green ones were always the same Yoshi. Like that's just Yoshi. He just comes back. So that's probably how I rationalized it as a child. (laughs) Yoshi. But those are my three. Um, Jeff, what did you have? 
So my different. first is going to be Roach from the Witcher series. Aha, the, the horse, horse, right? Roach. Yes. Okay. Um, in the DLC, which is actually very, very funny. This is a horse, um, right? Yes. It's a horse. It's a, okay. it's a giant roach that, that Gerald just rides on. Rides a roach with wings. There's a part in the story where he actually, you take something where you can actually talk to Roach. Whoa. Oh, like the now, one has a mind, voice. Roach is supposed to be a girl, but he has a man's voice when you talk to him with this <laughs> no hallucination, <way>. which is <laughs> funny. That, that is actually pretty funny. Okay. If you ever have a chance, if you're not going to play the game, check out that, that particular cutscene. It is super <laughs> funny. Um, but he's always there. You whistle for him. He comes. He, he, he always, always comes. Okay. Um, so he can't die like, say, the horse is in Red Dead. Like, no. <laughs> Only time he'll, he'll knock you down is if uh, his fear meter fills all the way up. So oh. well, he'll, like, you'll, like, buck you and then, like, run off yeah. or something? Yeah, and then run off, yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, okay. Second. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the Banshee from from Halo. Yeah, Halo. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a good. That's, one. that's a that's a really good flying vehicle. <laughs> yeah, I love the Banshee because it's like to me it was the the vehicle that I could fly in the sky with. I can go all over. I could pretty much like when they had the what was the name of that map where it was a base here and it was a base here uh, in Halo Two. Yeah, something I could cool. fly from here all the way to the end of or the coagulation. Map. I think in Halo 2 they changed the name coagulation. Yes, 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 <laughs> yeah. yes. Without being seen and then infiltrate right through there. I love the Banshee. Um, so that was actually my favorite and Halo And hijack that joint too. Even in Halo Wars, it was actually really, really good. Why, why are you still talking about Halo Wars? What are we just saying. About? Just had to put that in there. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about saying. Halo Wars? Just saying. It's not um, a real game. <laughs> the third one is actually going to be, uh, what's your name, Peony? Peony? From uh, Link's horse. Oh, oh, Epona. From Majora's Mask. Epona, yeah. Yeah. Epona. Uh, well, would it actually be Majora's Mask? A Link to the Past. A no, Link, not to, Link the past. to the Past. Not Link to the Past. Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Breath of the Wild. Ocarina of Time was the first time I fell in love with her. Um, Do you find Epona you see in at the Breath ranch. of the Wild? Huh? Is there an actual Epona in Breath of the Wild, or is it just a horse that yeah. looks like her? You could find her. Yes, you could find Epona. Because okay, yeah, there were like a bunch of like special horses. Yeah, you could find the opponent. She was one of the special horses. You could also get her from the the Amoba, uh, Amiibo. Yeah. Oh. But you could find her in the game. She was a special horse. Um, but yes, the first time you saw her at the ranch. Mm-hmm. And like she's like a pony and you like, yep. like train with when her. When you come stuff. back, she's actually full grown. Yeah, like that was cool. Yeah. yeah. That's that a was horse. a very, that was always nostalgic to me. That's actually... My favorite Zelda game, not just for that reason, but a lot of reasons. But that was one of my one of the the highlights of that game. Yeah. Okay. And that's all three for me. That's a, that's that's a strong list. <laughs> two horses. All right. On there. <laughs> you did so... put two horses on there. <laughs> <laughs> Blue, um, what you got? Okay, so for my first one, you know, we've we've all mentioned Halo. Uh, I, I put the Warthog in there. Not just because of its firing one. capabilities, but with my friends in the Warhog, I felt like we were unstoppable, especially in Halo 2. <laughs> yeah. It was so much fun. Like, load up the truck. Let's go, guys. Right, you would and fly over to the enemy base. Somebody steals a flag and hops in. Yeah. It's like, let's go. Let's go. We got to go. I was always the driver. I felt like I was a good driver. And um, when you got the right friends, they linking up on that Gatling gun. It was a lot of fun. And um, that's it. that always has a special place in my heart. Um. 
my second one, you guys might not be familiar with it, but it comes from Saints Row. It's called the Genki Manipult. All right. I played Saints Row, Saints Row 3. Remind me of, was it in that? So, yeah, it was in the third one. Dr. Genki was this crazy Japanese like game show host, big cat head um, mascot I that was that actually going around killing people. <laughs> um, but he had this, uh, the Genki Manipult. In the front of this truck, it had his big cat face, and it actually had a huge vacuum, and it would suck in people or oh, objects. Oh, I and remember this thing. Yeah, it would like shoot the people out. out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so that is a silly you, ass vehicle. Man, it's so much fun though, because you know you're fighting people and you're sucking in their friends and shooting their friends at them, and they're dying from that. It was just <laughs> oh my gosh, I couldn't get enough of the Genki Manipult. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun, and um, my last is a little bit more classier than the rest of them. Final Fantasy fifteen, the Regalia, Regalia. Oh, that um, <laughs> that vehicle that they were driving around in. That thing the also Regalia. like turns into like a flying machine or something, right? They can it fly does, later on. Yeah, it does. It can fly. Um, it, it flew. It flew later on in, in in the game in fifteen, and it can fly right off the bat in fourteen. But I think it's just a classy, heavy looking car. Yeah, that, it, it looks is. like a, you know a, I mean? a classic, classic vehicle, vehicle, but like Oof. with futuristic trappings. I think a car exactly. company made one. Really? And they put it in Forza Four, yeah. Forza Horizon Four, actually. And it flew in that game too, didn't it? I'm not sure about it flying in the game, but <laughs> I, I know like... they actually made a like a um, ATV version of it as well. Matt, they Which... they also put the Warthog in Forza Four. They did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Forza Four is doing a lot. Uh, they did the whole Lego thing too, which yeah is, it looks amazing. That actually looks kind of really cool. Yeah. But yeah, the Regalia is just a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous um, piece of hardware, and even though you don't do too much. Um, fighting or anything like that in the in the vehicle i think is such a nice relaxing ride and it's got those the bucket seats in the back all you boys just loaded up mm-hmm. just going hunting you know what i'm saying um yeah i love the regalia yeah, that's, that was that's nice i like really, that yeah honorable mention to the agency vehicle from uh crackdown from crackdown <laughs> yeah that thing one. transforms <laughs> like as you become stronger you get in the car and then the car like transforms into the i think that's how car. it should be in general that's you know cool. <laughs> like that's in real life, life <laughs> yeah. Technically, it's like that because as you get stronger, you get more money, and then you just buy better cars. So, <laughs> but yeah. um, that's gonna do it uh, for the episode ten of the BBET Games Cast. Um, hey. Blue, where can people find you if they're looking for you on the people internet? can find me What's your on address? Facebook. Oh yeah, one two three Fake Street, <laughs> um, <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, no, no, you can find me on Facebook and Mixer. My name is Blue Bones, B-L-U-B-0-N-E-S. And um, on Facebook, you search Play With Blue Bones. And you can see our weekly schedules pumping out of there. Um, I'm putting some more content um, here and there. And then on Mixer, Mixer.com slash B-L-U-B-0-N-E-S-X-B as an Xbox. Um, check me out there. I got an, a website coming up pretty soon here. Um, I had to tweak some stuff last week. So yeah, y'all will see a little bit more of uh, Blue on, on the web. You know what I'm saying? On the web. On the web. Superman Jeff, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me at Superman Jeff Plays on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Or you can find me on Mixer at www 
dot mixer dot com backslash Superman Jeff twelve. Yeah, boy. Okay, <laughs> you get <your> whole <laughs> web address. <laughs> but um, as you know, uh, I am Sigma, not the Overwatch character, but the entity. Yes. Uh, the you, can find, <laughs> you can find me on all social media at Sigma Gears Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Sigma and Sun. Um, yep. And definitely check out my work on escapistmagazine.com. Their YouTube yes, as well, where all my reviews go. And a lot of my reviews actually show up as articles on escapistmagazine.com. So check out all that stuff. Um, please do visit our YouTube channel, BBET Gaming. Uh, if you search for that, you'll find it to see this podcast as well as all the other stuff that we post up on there. Yep, yep. Um, and hit the follow and subscribe buttons there and on all of our stuff because it really helps us out. Um, knowing that our audience is growing helps us... Uh, at some point, eventually start to monetize this by maybe throwing up ads. That's coming in the near future. <clears throat> and it motivates us to yeah, yeah. give you guys better stuff. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, please do show us a little bit of support in that way. We really need it and appreciate it. So thanks for listening. Thank uh, my two co-hosts for showing up for this stuff. Um, that's going to be it for episode 10. Peace. Peace. They ain't never seen no one better. Spooks, McGee, Spike Lee. How I flip the script, the shit legit. Feel like I hit.